Welcome back, everybody, to Friar Talk. Today, we're going to be doing a little recap of this Padres-Dodgers series. Now, luckily, and, and luckily, the Padres were able to take at least one of these games. Um, very, very rough series where there was basically no offense until one out in the ninth inning of the final game of the series. Um, Padres struggled a lot, so we're going to get into that. We'll talk about it a little bit today. I think we'll probably also maybe at the end do a quick little preview of the Mariners series just because... Uh, I don't think we're going to record about it beforehand. So we'll do, and it's only a two game series also, but definitely a rough series for the Padres. And they now are finding themselves three and a half games out of the wild card spot. Um, they did end up winning today. So they were able to jump back over the Braves. But last night they had lost their, their top wild card spot to the Braves. So Isaac, I know you, I know you have a little bit of a, a ranting to do after this series. So you want to, you want to get it out to, to start the, the episode? I really thought that was some of the worst baseball that I've seen the Padres play ever since we started this. We started this in 2020, and that was horrendous. So, you know, you look at the first game. Yeah, they're in it most of the game until, I mean, ultimately you got beat by Justin Turner. It was Justin Turner three, Padres one. I think the most frustrating part of that, you face Mitch White. Joe Musgrove against Mitch White should have been a W, no matter what. Um, Joe Musgrove, and, you know, I was seeing some things on Twitter. This is why Joe Musgrove shouldn't get paid because he doesn't do good against the Dodgers. He was fantastic against the Dodgers. He was ma magnificent. It was two bad pitches, two bad pitches that cost him that game. Other than that, he was, he was, I mean, he, that was the best version of Joe Musgrove. Some of the best pitching I've seen from Joe Musgrove this season. So you should have won that game. You didn't get many hits off Mitch White. I forgot. I think that hit came in the first inning. So after the first inning, you went scoreless. Second game, you faced Tony Gonsolin. You know, you only put up one run. Was it going to be a really tough, a really tough W to pull out? Of course. But the problem I had with that game and the following, even today, almost the whole series was that Tony Gonsolin on average goes five, six innings. He goes seven and two thirds because the Padres could not foul off a lot of pitches. They were not taking enough pitches. They were chasing way too much out of the zone and they were not putting up competitive at bats. And that resulted in him being able to pitch seven and two thirds and ultimately pitch probably his best game of the season. He looked magnificent. Meanwhile, Blake Snell, it was very different with the Dodgers. Did Blake Snell have a great outing? Yes, he did. But the Dodgers were fouling off a lot of pitches. They were barely chasing. They were making Blake Snell pitch to them. And that is something that we did not do. We were horrendous in that aspect in this series. We chased way too much out of the zone. Same thing with Anderson. Anderson had us completely off our game, whereas in the first time we faced Anderson, we were not this bad. Um, but again, chasing, chasing out of the zone, allowing him to get to the seventh or eighth inning, I mean, you can't do that against the Dodgers. You got to get them out and get those starters out of there as soon as possible. Yeah, did they lose Walker Buehler? Yes, but they still have four other really good starters that go out there and give them competitive games. And the Padres are not going to win any of these games just chasing balls out of the zone and not not fouling a lot of the balls off. You know, you got to run that pitch count up on those guys. And the Padres were not not uh, they like I said, they didn't put up competitive at bats. <sighs> gotta gotta talk about this. You Darvish one. This one's tough. Um, because you know, we're very high on you, Darvish, especially when it goes against the Dodgers, man. You know, you heard it in the first um you heard it in the in the first inning. It was what was it? He has like a two ERA against the Dodgers in his career. He's fantastic. But what happens in the first inning? Three home runs. It was terrible. But did he settle down after that? Yeah, he settled down, but um essentially after that, you knew the game was over. Why? Because the Padres offense was very flat. I mean, I'll keep saying it that he did. They didn't put up competitive at bats. They were some really bad at bats. You go into this last game, same thing, same thing against Clayton Kershaw. Now, granted, that is 
the legend, Clayton Kershaw, who historically does dominate the Padres. But, I mean, putting up, putting up four runs in one inning doesn't justify what you've done the rest of the series. The rest of the series was, was really bad, horrible at-bats, a lot of strikeouts, a lot of chasing. I mean, don't even get me started on the defense where you see – and, you know, I like Jose Azucar, but two fly balls misplayed in the outfield. You got Eric Hosmer and Eric Hosmer, Manny Machado, and uh, Mackenzie Gore forming a triangle where the ball where the ball drops in between them. Obviously, that's Hosmer's ball, but that was horrific also. I mean, just defensive miscues, offensive struggles. This is not a recipe to win. This is not a recipe to beat the Dodgers. I mean, you look at it, the Padres this whole season have been successful competing against easy teams. You need to be able to beat these kind of teams. These are always, these are going to be the only kind of teams you play in the playoffs. I mean, we need to go get some, some bats, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely the case. Um, cause, cause you're, you're bringing up all these guys, right? You bring up the four starters in this series. Yeah. Darvish gets rocked in the first inning. We've talked about it in the past. Darvish is, Darvish is one of those guys that's probably either going to get you a quality start or he's going to get rocked. It's usually usually one or the other. You don't really get it in between of like, I was a mad Darvish start. He starts to, he starts the game first inning allows three home runs, um, but then he settles down. Then he looks pretty solid after that. Other three starters, I'm going to say they were all excellent. They're all excellent. Musgrove, excellent. Gore, he he starts the game out and you're like, oh my, like because in the first inning you the first two batters come up and you're like. Oh, great. This is it's, one of those days. Out. Get the brooms out, right? <laughs> and, and you're kind of feeling that. But then he ends up selling down, looking pretty good. And that was honestly Gore's last two starts. Let's see. What did he find? He goes six, five and two thirds, right? Yeah. The last couple of starts, he maybe hasn't had his, his like A game kind of stuff, but he's looked pretty good. So yeah. props to him. Props to Blake Snell. Um, didn't pitch super deep, but he also got completely screwed on a couple of calls. I mean, that's why he wasn't able to come out for another inning. Um, yeah, that was, that was bad. Like some of those. Um, and I also didn't watch that full game, but I watched like, Oh, like probably like, I think I turned it on like the third inning and I'm like, dude, how is Snell getting squeezed so many times? Like just over and over and over again. So I think that was a little bit frustrating. Um, but someone said up here, yeah, Solomon says it up here should have split the series, but I'll take it. That's kind of how I'm feeling now because Mm. our prediction, like predictions for this series and kind of like in the previous episode that we did was all right, this team, the Padres should be able to split this series. Yes, they're banged up. Yes, Manny's not fully healthy. That's the same with them. They get Mookie Betts back today, right? So not a lot of Mookie. Um, he's still banged up, but like both these teams are still hurt. Um, it, 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 I mean, I was happy at the end of it. I see JDS says, saying we're seller for one out of four is what's wrong with the Padres and the fans. Um, AJ Peller wants to think this way. I mean, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but like, I think it's more of just like the situation that the Padres are in. The bullpen is in absolute shambles right now. The bullpen looks terrible. Um, there's not enough power on this team. So you look at the team of where they're at, they need to go and add a bat. At least one, maybe two. We've talked about in the past. Two, yeah. Um, we've talked about Ian Happ and Brian Reynolds. I think that we'll probably do an episode on both of those guys soon. Um, but they need an upgrade in center field. And I know Trent Grisham hit a home run in the series, but like, I know he went over four to I, I do like, I don't feel confident. And yeah. also, Isaac, you're bringing up like the main issue with like as a team is that okay, where's Tony Gonsolin in the eighth inning? Oh, he's at 88 pitches. I think that's how he started his eighth inning or something like that. I, I, maybe it was during the eighth inning. I just remember seeing in the eighth inning he had 88 pitches. Bro, you can't have Tony Gonsolin go like almost throwing sub 100 to go to have a complete game. Like you cannot see that. And 
it's because they're the Padres do not have many good hitters. They have a lot of guys that have a bunch of swing and miss to their game. And if you have a bunch of swing and miss to your game and you don't have power, that's when you run into serious problems. Kill you. Mm-hmm. We see Voight. Voight has a a ton of swing and miss in the game. Almost one of like one of the biggest guys in the league when it comes to that stuff. Mm-hmm. But he gets a couple big knocks and it ends up being all right. You don't get that with with Trent Grisham. You don't get that with a lot of these guys in the bottom of the order um, where it really starts to kind of pile on. So I think that's when you look at it as a team, you got it. You got to be able to, to make contact more often. You got to be able to work the count a lot better. Um, we talked about it when we were t- when we were talking about the Phillies series. I remember Chase brought it up. He's like, look, the, the Phillies bullpen is so awful. The goal of this series is to get deep in the game, like to get the starters out early and then deep in the game, you're going to get to that crappy bullpen. You're going to beat them up. That's the same for almost every single series, like to an extent, right? You don't want to face Tony Gonsolin for eight innings. Mm-mm. You don't want to face Kershaw for seven. You want to get these guys out of the game early. And the Potters were not able to do that because their team is not good at is not good enough at hitting. And that's where the issues are going to come. Um, and I think that's what I mean. I ultimately do think that they're going to make a move at the deadline. But that's kind of where I'm at with this team. Is like. Yeah, it's good. Like it's a playoff team, but not good enough right now for for what they have um, showing currently. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned all the strikeouts, the guys that have a lot of swing and miss of their game. I wouldn't care if they had all that swing and miss of their game or if they were striking out so much. Yeah, exactly. That is the problem. Not only that, but the problem with the Padres is like, yes, did the Dodgers strike out a lot? Yes, but most of the strikeouts came off competitive at bats where they filed off a lot of pitches, got that pitch count up on Blake Snell and you Darvish. Maybe not so much uh, Joe Musgrove, but they did it to our other three starters where they got the pitch count up and and got our starters out of the game early. I mean, I think what, Snell went six, maybe, I think. And then Darvish went like, yeah, five. Darvish went six, I believe, or five also. And then Gore went five and two thirds. That should be the goal for every team. And you, like I said, us. And I think a lot of the problems last year towards the back end of the season same thing towards the back end of the season last year is there were starters going deep into the games against us because we weren't able to run the pitch count up on them. So uh, something's got to change in that aspect. Hopefully something does. I mean, this isn't a, a you know, the series that is going to end it all. I mean, we took a game or what, like three and a half games back now. It's not it, this whole season. We knew we weren't going to, it was most likely we were going to have to do a wild card spot. It was most likely we weren't going to compete for the division. Being three and a half games back is not the end of the world, though you want to be able to compete for that spot throughout the season. You don't want it to come September worrying about worrying about a wild card spot. You want to be worried about that number one, that number one seed. You want to be saying, okay, we should be able to get a wild card spot, but we want to win so we can get that, get, you know, win the division, not just settle for a wild card. So the Padres need to be able to keep up. Right now they're on pace for I believe it's 94 wins, which is magnificent. And, um, I mean, we will take that every day of the week. But when it comes to September, you're going to play the Dodgers nine times. The Dodgers have beat us 14 of the last 16 times, I believe it is. You're going to have to win. I think you got to go 500 against the Dodgers the rest of the way. you got to be able to beat up on the Giants. You know, we we got to clean up these at-bats. I think they will. I think they will. And, you know, you mentioned – we do need to go after two bats. I firmly believe two bats. One of them can be, you know, like a Brian Reynolds, Ian, Ian Happ kind of guy. And the other can just be something like, a, I don't know, maybe a platoon kind of guy. I don't know. We have a platoon kind of thing when Myers is back. 
but we need power. We're desperate for some power. I don't. I really don't think you're going to win many playoff games with Grisham. And I mean, of course, he had a home run today. But Hassan Kim, Jose Azucar, um, you know, just you know, Eric Cosmer, Austin Nola, just guys that really can't hit for power. You're not going to win many playoff games with those guys in your lineup consistently in your lineup. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely true. Um, also, Isaac, I will say though, one thing about that is that. I also don't think that we're going to see those guys in the lineup come into the season. Yeah, now, the big thing is, are our guys going to be healthy? Because that's something where you bring it up. I mean, a lot of, I mean, a lot of the Padres' issues are they don't have power, or basically, they're, they're two main issues: they don't have power, and the second thing is they their bullpen is in complete shambles. Their bullpen is bad right now. It is really, really bad. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Do you, like, what do you think about the bullpen moving forward? Like, do you think they're going to be all right? I'll get into the, some of the power stuff in a second, but I, I want to know, like, what do you feel about the bullpen? It's a need. Can you guys still see me? I don't know what the heck just happened. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We yeah, we're good. All right, cool. Um, it's a need. It's a need. It doesn't have to be a major arm, but I would feel a lot more comfortable if we had healthy arms coming back. But it's the fact that, you know, Drew Palmer is like, almost a walking IL stint, even though he is magnificent. He does go on the IL a lot. Pierce Johnson will be coming. Sorry. Pierce Johnson will be coming off an arm injury. Same thing with Jose Castillo. Same thing with Adrian Morajone. It's just too much risk to bank on, you know, too much risk to bank on these guys. How many innings are you actually going to get out of them before they go back on the IL? So um, uh, I'm not crazy confident. Like they have a solid bullpen ERA. I think they're one of the top bullpens in baseball now, at least top, and maybe uh, maybe that did go down after this series. But uh, at one point, you know, they were actually really starting to bounce back after that horrendous April start, April and May. Uh, they had been putting up some really solid numbers. But I mean, you saw it today. Taylor Rogers went out there and there was a lot. And I mean, a lot of hard contact off Taylor Rogers has been a lot of hard contact off Taylor Rogers. Luis Garcia has blown a game recently. Ray Kerr is not with us anymore and he shouldn't be with us for for a little while. But Ray Kerr, um, you know, walked three guys and then gave up a run, I believe it was. Um, he did not look good. He looked horrendous. His K per nine is the same as his walks per nine. He should not be in the bigs. He should not be touching the bigs. He should stay in AAA. He should be kind of like Luis Campusano. was like a quadruple A player. Just stay down there for a while and figure your stuff out. There's no reason you should be throwing 100 in AAA and coming up and barely touching 96. I was I was about to say, didn't his velocity drop like five miles an hour? It too? was insane um absolutely insane so i mean i don't i don't feel crazy confident in the bullpen it's hard to feel crazy confident in the bullpen but like it's it's a risk reward kind of thing if these guys come back healthy and they're able to pitch for the rest of the season this will be a very good bullpen a very formidable bullpen because palm and pierce are very good arms as well as morahone and castillo when healthy but if they don't if they're not healthy you run you i mean i truly think you're risking everything if you don't acquire a decent bullpen arm at the deadline too much risk yeah yeah i think so too so i will let you guys know i do need to take off in a couple minutes here I'm trying to trying to get some puerto rican food out here so um <laughs> not I, i'm running out of time but i, I do want to bring up a few more things um i see people miles just asked uh, why have we not brought up castillo yet i mean i i'm kind of asking the same thing like what else does it do need to show he's looked great in triple a He's already been in the bigs, looked really good. Um, I would like to see him in the bigs very soon. I was surprised that they did not bring him up when they uh, – I, I don't think they waived Kerr, but I think they just sent Kerr down. Um, mm. But I don't know. I just it, – it's tough because on one hand, like you bring up the guys in the bullpen that are hurting. It's like, okay, you're getting all these guys back. 
But what level are we going to get? What, what level are we going to see those guys? Are we going to see them? Are we going to see a Palm like a 2019, 2020 Palm? Or are we going to see 2021 Palm? Because he looked a lot different that year than before. So that's like my big concern with the bullpen. And that's why ultimately I am really coming around. I mean, we did our wish list for the Padres and we had the, um, they, we had them getting a right-hand reliever as the second biggest thing of, of need. Um, I still am growing and that's becoming increasingly more and more like of, of a bigger need um, for this team. I don't know like what their plan is with the bullpen just because dude, they're a top five bullpen in terms of how much money's being spent on it. The problem is, is that all of the guys are injured. So you're looking and you're like, all right, Lamette's in, in AAA. All right, Pierce Johnson's hurt. All right, Palm's hurt. Like you're going through and you're like, you know, Castillo's not back. Morahone's hurt. Um, Suarez is hurt. Like literally all of the bullpen is injured right now. Um, it's it's definitely tough right now. So I, I don't know, man. I, I think that you're going to have to add a bullpen arm. You're going to have to add at least a bat. I do think you need to add a pretty solid impact bat and someone that does provide some amount of power. Um, but I don't know. That's where I'm at with this, uh, with this team right now. I don't think that this is a series where you're like, Oh, like we need to freak out. We, I don't think we need to freak out, but I think it does kind of show a little, I don't want to say like, I don't want to make it like too harsh, but it does show this team's like true colors a little bit in terms of they're a couple pieces away. They're not quite there. They're good. They're not a, and the thing, the other thing too, is like, this is baseball. So like, you don't need to be like a, a legit contender and have that like super high end roster to end up w- winning a world series. You just That's don't not. because you get a couple good starts and all of a sudden, Oh, look at that. You just, you're in the world series. You, you won a couple clutch games. Uh-huh. Um, but in terms of putting, like putting out a roster that, that really hangs with the, the top end teams, I don't know if they're quite there yet. And I think this is one that kind of shows that when we were coming into this season, kind of Friar talk as a channel, what we were, were looking at as the um, kind of like, expectations was borderline playoff team with the expectations to make it to the playoffs like league wide and and for the like ownership and whatnot um and it was a big aj probably year if he's gonna stay around that's what our thought was they're kind of still there they're still there there's a couple guys that have underperformed there's a couple guys that have overperformed they're kind of where i thought they would be right now and i think that they're they still need to go add a couple pieces um but I think this series kind of showed it. And I, I don't think it's a bad thing also. I think it's kind of a good thing. We know that they need to go make a couple moves. That is fine to mm-hmm. see. Um, final things I'll bring up, and then I'll, I'll let you kind of wrap it up, Isaac. Um, next two games against Seattle, we got we got two guys, two very, very hot pitchers on the mound. You got Sean Manai, you got Mike Clevenger. I'm very happy hoping to see a bounce back series in those two games. Also in San Diego. And then you got the, uh, the Giants series after that. So, I, I think this is one where maybe you go one and one, maybe you go two and zero, oh, but hoping to get a little bounce back, get a little winning streak before this uh, giant series, which I do believe is a four game series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, something I'll say, I mean, you look at the standings right now, it's the Dodgers in first, the Mets, the Brewers, the Padres, Braves, Cardinals lineup wise. I mean, maybe even, maybe even with Tatis in the lineup, you could probably say they're the second worst lineup out of all of them. I mean, the, I think the Brewers are probably the worst, but um, maybe you can say the Cardinals are worse. But I really do think the Cardinals might have a better lineup than the Padres right now. Tommy Edmonds, Ballin, Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, three guys that are all among the top base, uh, players in baseball right now. Um, I, I think it's very evident what the Padres need to do. I think this series specifically shined a light on what they need to do. 
go get bats. You know, I think there's, that's the biggest takeaway. And I'm glad we got a takeaway out of this series. I'm glad there was something that, you know, really showed the Padres' true colors, as you said. Go get a bat. That That's really what the Padres need to do. I don't I don't know who. I don't know if Reynolds is, is going to be on the block. I don't know who's on the block, what power hitters, but very simple. I mean, that is going to have to be the goal at the deadline. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty much all I'll say. I mean, you look at the schedule. It's Mariners. Hopefully you take both of them. Um, that Giants series is going to be pretty big because right now I believe you are four, around four games up on the Giants. If you're able to get that to, I mean, five, six, you're putting yourself in a really good position because we've already played the Giants a few times. We've swept them already. If you're able to take three from the Giants, we'll be looking good. Scared for that Rocky series. We know what happens against Colorado. But then you got the Diamondbacks. Then you got the Mets. This is where it gets really easy. This is around the time we should see Fernando back. Tigers, Twins, Rockies. Then you got the Dodgers and the Giants. But then you got the Nationals, the Marlins, and the Nationals again. A lot, a lot of winnable games coming up. That's why it, you know, that's why I don't think it's justified to worry about this series. Is it discouraging? Absolutely. But the only reason it's discouraging is because it's against the Dodgers, who, as of right now, we know is a much better team than we are, at least lineup-wise. I think our pitchers can go toe to toe with them very well. I think, I think all maybe not Darvish, but Darvish has shown before that he can go toe to toe with any of those guys in the in that rotation. But Musgrove, Snell, and um, and Gore showed you know they can they can go toe to toe with any of those guys. And then you got Manaya and Clevenger, especially Clevenger, who can go toe to toe with all of them. Um, so I think the pitching, our think our pitching matches up very well. It's just the lineup that we got to worry about. Now you're right; it's about who gets hot at the right time. Padres can get hot at the right time. That's going to be all that matters. But as of right now, when you look at it from a lineup standpoint, you know, you're not going to win many games with Grisham. And of course, Kim's not going to get as much playing time with the talk that, that they might move Tatis to center field. I don't think it'll happen, but with the talk that, that they might move Tatis to center field, to get Kim more playing time. You're going to have to have one of them. If that is true. Um, even if it's not true, you will still have to have Grisham in center field, uh, unless he gets traded, but Grisham, Kim, Nola, um, Azokar, and I believe I said, oh, of course, how can I forget? Eric Hosmer. You're not going to win many games with those guys in the lineup. You need to hit bombs. You need to hit home runs. You need to have those extra base hits. They will come when you get the guy with the highest slugging percentage since he, since 2020. That's Fernando. Those will come, but you need at least one more guy because otherwise you will not, you will not compete with the Dodgers. Luke Voigt said it best. It's been a competition of home runs. You need to be able to keep up. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. I'm very happy that we were able to end it on a high note. I, I was pretty angry because very sloppy baseball, but you didn't get swept, I guess. Um, trying to look at it on the bright side, but I really don't think there was much of a bright side otherwise. Uh, I mean, other than that ninth inning. Um, yeah, hopefully the Padres are able to, to win a bunch of games here soon because outside of the Mets, Giants, and Dodgers, you do have a lot of winnable games. Yeah, and I think we'll see we'll we'll see really where they're at come like beginning August, I'd say. I think it kind of lets you know where where they're actually at. Um, salvaging the win today uh, was, was a big deal, though. I think just in terms of because it was like, dude, you're gonna come out here and you're gonna lose one to zero in the final game of the series. Imagine that. Like that's rough. That is rough. So mm-hmm. you get some life. Um, I think that's a good sign. But this team is not complete. There's a couple moves they need to make, but. I, don't know, I think that's probably good for this episode. Sorry, guys, we're not going super long today. I know we've been trying to do the, the live streams a little longer, just not the, the most time. But I'm not sure if we're going to have an episode tomorrow kind of up in the air, depending on what our schedules look like. 
Um, I think Chase and Isaac might be able to go live on Tuesday or Wednesday. Not sure what that's going to look like. I'm going to be traveling, so I'll be kind of like in and out. So our schedule might be a little bit weird this next week. Um, but throughout all of July, any like trade stuff, anything to do with that, we're going to be getting a lot of stuff out, which will be exciting. Um, and I know that we do want to talk about Brian Reynolds. We do want to talk about Ian Happ. So expect those videos coming out relatively soon. Um, if you guys are really into the draft, we did post a, or I went, uh, did an episode with Ryan. Uh, we brought Ryan on, did like a 40 minute, like pre-draft episode about all the guys. And there's, there's a lot of guys we discussed there. So if you're kind of a, a little bit of a draft nerd, when it comes to that, um, that was a really fun episode to do. I'm, I don't know that much. So it was fun to hear a bunch of names, uh, but we will be covering the draft as well, but Isaac, anything else we should add before we take off? If you're celebrating the fourth, have a happy fourth, be safe out there. Don't, uh, don't do anything stupid. Um, yeah, that's about it, man. Go Padres. Go Padres. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully you get, get a little bounce back series against the Mariners here. But thank you guys all for listening, um, and we'll be talking to you all very, very soon.